We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get into today's episode, I want to shout out our sponsor, Miami Gaming Parties, uh, because you deserve a customized gaming experience. Miami Gaming Parties delivers private custom video game tournaments for gamers and their lucky guests. And this is truly custom. You can pick the game and package premium or black tie VIP for 8 to 16 people. And they bring it all. Everything from PS5s to trophies for the winners. Play at home or at a venue of your choosing with free on-site consultation. Perfect for birthday parties, bachelor parties, anniversaries, corporate events. Anything you want. I, listen, I, 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 if I you know, if I have a wedding, I may, I may ask them to do my wedding. Run a melee tournament. That'd be awesome. Uh, remember to check out MiamiGamingParties.com for more information. On Twitter, at GamingParties. And on Instagram, at Miami underscore gaming underscore parties or search Miami gaming parties on Facebook. I've talked to Colin and his team and they come from esports as I come from esports and I know they care about the customer. They care about gaming and the products. Honestly, knowing how difficult it is to run a tournament, the fact that they provide everything up front from equipment to bracket running, you don't know how incredibly laborious that is and how time consuming it is. So, you know, shout out to this amazing uh, business idea that they're doing and make sure to check them out if it's something that you might be interested in uh, give them a shot check out their website again miamigamingparties.com uh, because you deserve a customized gaming experience now on to the podcast as heat win Welcome, welcome, welcome to the MHB Post Game Show. I'm your host, Carlo Navas, and with me today, you might not know him if you don't tune in to the pregame show, pregaming. We got someone new on board. We're kind of introducing Lou to the pod and the post game audience. We got Coach Lou. What's up, my man? What is up, man? Your hat says it best. We're we back. Are back. We're back, baby. We're back. We're champs. We're we're cha- champs. we beat the worst team in the league, dude. It's over. That's right. That's right. 13 points. 13 that, points. Too. Vegas Who had them favored by 14. Out. They always know. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't understand. We all, it takes a weird way to get there, but they they always know, dude. Uh, but we won. But we We're won. Back. We beat the worst team in the league. 10th uh, double-digit win of the season, according to chat. 
uh, chat producing for me. Shout out uh, to <laughs> Men Delcy in chat. Resubscribed at Prime for seven months. We love to see it. We love that kind of support out here. Uh, man, Lou, I don't even know where to get to start. So I, I was shitting on them. I was shitting on them early because I did not like how bad their defense was and how close Detroit kept it. And then in that, let's talk about the ebbs and flows of this game because Jimmy kind of only clocked in for the fourth. Hilarious. Mailed it in for the first three quarters. It turned it up. I was so mad at them the way the game flowed back and forth. I was like, stop letting these people believe in themselves. And Jimmy comes in, shuts the fucking door, dude. Biggest, tr- He's the biggest troll in the league. Oh, man. He's, he's an absolute comedy show to watch, man. It's, it's <laughs> I amazing. It, I hate it. I'm, you can hate it, man. I'm, I'm so glad he's on our team, bro. Uh, he's just pure. He's it's entertainment at its finest. He was, what do you shoot? Like two shots in the first half. Like he had two points, and then he's like, you know what? The third quarter was like a little warm up, but he's like, all right, let's, he looked let's go time. So unaggressively interested in scoring, he looked like he, he. You know, we've all been, we've all had days at work where we we wake up and we're like, you know what? I don't want to fucking go to work today. And we go in the office and we don't do shit. We have days where we mail it in. (laughs) But this man had a deadline at 430 and fucking and fucking schmooved. No, he put he put the work in there. Definitely in the final six minutes of the game. He only clocked in for six minutes. But hey, man, then, yeah, like you said, he was just I don't even know what happened. The first half, he was the most. I don't know if he was watching some some like Steve Nash highlights or Rondo. He was just driving. He's like, the guy wasn't even open. He was just passing the ball. Jimmy's right next to him. He's like, ah, Struce, you got this one. Uh, it was it was interesting to watch. That sure. was classic Jimmy. Jimmy was like, you know, when you're at work, you have, we all have this coworker that like watches a little too much YouTube at, at the office on the clock. And Jimmy <laughs> for three quarters was watching like how you make it videos or some shit or was watching like Bon Appetit. He was watching shit that he should have been watching at work. And, and his boss comes taps on the shoulder and goes, hey, 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 Jim, you know, we're, we're going to need the we're going to need that report by five. And this man, this man put him up. He did it. Um, I, I, you know, Lou, if we're not happy about tonight, then when are we allowed to be happy? Cause it's, it's not just me. The small Nick says we hired Louis CK. No, bro. I, I, I don't hilarious. want any surprises. <laughs> I don't want any, I don't want any, I don't want to have to cancel you. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. But you know, if we can't be happy for today, Lou, I don't know when the fuck we can be happy. Cause in a season as up and down as this one, if we can't laugh at this, what can we laugh at? Nah, it was it was pure comedy today. That's what it felt like. Uh, who was trying to guard him? Omura. Anyways, I don't a lot know of people name, were trying to guard him. That no, the guy wearing ninety seven. I don't know if you've ever played two K with the old school teams, and they just put like a generated player and they give him like ninety seven. <laughs> That's what he looked like, man. He was out there. He was out there hustling. He was trying, but he just could not. He could not contain. Once Jimmy got into that mode, it was it was raps for Detroit. Oh, uh, Omori Omoryu. Yes. Yes. I, listen, you guys can make fun of me. I I, I can't. Yeah. I can't say his name either. That's yeah, why number, I apologize. Eight, number 97 for the Pistons. Eugene. Yeah. Eugene. There you go. Eugene. He looked like a created player on 2K. It was <laughs> just, pure comedy with the number. My dad was like, 97? What? Are we I, watching basketball? I was like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a summer league number. <laughs> I don't know. Lou, I wanted to be mad at them in the first quarter because I was like, why Why is this game tied? Like, this yeah. is, you know, why is, I go, is Jimmy doing the classic, I'm not 
I'm going to play, but I'm going to play bad. And then I'm going to take the next two days off because I'm my, I don't know, my knee hurts or some shit. And yeah. I was just upset at the defensive effort. I was upset that Zeller didn't get minutes. I was just, I was just upset at Lowry doing stupid ass fouls. Uh, and they end up stretching the lead to like, I believe it was 17 at the highest. Yes. And I'm like, right, Lou, at that point, it's so funny because if the Heat are down 10, that feels like a fucking mountain to climb. And if they're up 17, yeah. I'm like, no lead is safe. No. Lead How did you safe. feel up 17? Um, against against exactly this like, god-awful team. Uh, Literally exactly the same way you felt. We just managed to always like let our foot off the gas. Uh. Me and Frankie were talking about how, like, the team just can't string four good quarters together. No. And that first quarter was, like, it wasn't good, but also wasn't awful because it was, like, tied. Like, we weren't we weren't down. And then we start off that second quarter, specifically with Love at the five, which is super interesting. Um, the way they went eight people today, that's that's yep, that's a shocker. Um, but and we were while while Love did not do anything himself, particularly in terms of shot making, um, we went to zone. We hit him in zone, and we were just the offense was flowing. Everybody had space to drive. It looked beautiful for a second there, but then, per usual, the foot gets off the gas, and the the Pistons came came right back. So their zone is really good. When I know what yeah. Bam's particularly on the court, their zone would be the best half court defense in the league if it was stretched out, you know, for for the entirety of of, of their defensive possession. So, um, I know that Frankie had talked about that him wanting to see more zone, and I know he had tweeted about it. I think it's it makes sense when their defense is struggling like this to kind of mix in the zone. Also, I think it just I don't think Miami plays the zone, Lou, and, and I I know that you've coached a little bit. I don't think that they play a zone that's particularly good for conserving your energy. It's a very active zone. Yeah. a hundred percent. Specifically for the two people at the top of the key. It's typically one or one or the other, but they're always like constantly like trying to get over your ball screens or fighting. They're, sometimes they press, specifically if it's Vincent, um, but they're very active. They help a lot from the corners, which is also not something you typically want to do, but but they, they make it work. They, they do make it recover. I, um, Love drew, I think, two charges in that zone. So it was, He drew four for the game, I think, wasn't it? I know Eric Green yeah. was. Yeah, he was, he was very uh, – and, that, and that's kind of the thing. He can't move his feet, so if he's just standing there, he's going to take a charge. He better. Um yeah, that's the least he could do because he's not. Blocked. <laughs> oh, I, I stand corrected. He actually blocked one shot today. He did. I must have missed it. No, I think it was in the second quarter. I think somebody helped him though, and they they gave it to him. I think Caleb might have assisted him on that block. But it was it was um it was interesting to see them uh, specifically not play Zeller after he just had an absolutely monstrous Spoh game. Spo does game that, before. bro. Spo does that. Like with Duncan, he does that. It's with white people. <laughs> just, <laughs> just totally. Uh, no depot again, by the way. Uh, yeah. you know, I, that, that's been something on watch. Uh, we talked about that. Yeah. So the, the eight he played were, uh, Butler, Struess, Adebayo, Hero, Vincent, Lowry, Love, and Caleb Martin. Um, yeah, no Highsmith, no Oladipo, no Duncan and no Cody Zeller who I like Zeller a lot and I love him. I don't, I don't know how I feel about playing love at center minutes over Zeller at center, center minutes. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, 
Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I have a theory on this, as a matter of fact. I'd love to hear it. I feel like the Heat already know what they have in Zeller, but they're trying this because specifically against a team like this where they have, um, you know, the Pistons, uh, Wiseman and Duran, or Duran specifically, he's an absolute monster. Wiseman is very good too offensively. So my theory is they wanted to try this because they're going to cut Yurtsevin and bring somebody else on. And I think they're just trying to see if Love is fit enough to play some of the five so they don't have to bring back another five. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just overthinking it, but I was like, you know, a little bit of forward thinking doesn't hurt. And I, I think it it kind of worked uh, as much as it shouldn't, but it, it kind of did, specifically offensively. I think it was a little strange when they signed both Love and Zeller. Well, I, I think the intention was to start Love and then to play Zeller as a backup five. It kind of became clear that, you know, they can't start Kevin. Um, yep. But now they're using as a backup five. Which I know has good offensive numbers per the lineup data. Um, I am a little. I have reservations when they play Boston or Milwaukee. I think they could probably get away with it against Milwaukee in non Giannis minutes. Like if you match Bam and yeah, or even then I don't know because then like you know you have Holiday making your life hell. I just think like against good playoff teams that becomes a little bit difficult. Even if you have like Jimmy. Kyle in the game. That means you can't. I don't think you can have hero in those lineups. You have to go to a ton of zone. I have. I have questions. Uh, and rightfully so. Especially without Oladipo, because I think Oladipo is another guy who helps you on defense, help hide that. But they've just kind of had to skew offense because I mean that was clearly a problem they needed fixing. Yeah, they they. It's interesting because they played eight people and three of them were you know typically average to below average defenders with uh, Struess, Tyler, and. And um, love there, but it, I, I do think they want to see this because at the same time, this allows a lot of space on the floor. Th- that floor was very properly spaced, and it just it was a thing of beauty to watch how the offense was typically flowing, even when they were um, setting some pin downs for love, so he can even go back door and get himself going and stuff like that. So it's it's nice to see offensively what this lineup can do. I do, I do think it's just Spostra being kind of like Spostra and being like, I think our zone can negate some of our bad defenders uh, by putting our two best defenders in constant ball actions uh, at the top of the zone. So I, I, I kind of see why they're doing this. Um, I don't know how much it's going to work either, but uh, it, it worked today, I guess. <laughs> chat. Okay, so chat's giving me some. I, listen, I just, I'm going to tell you something, chat. I fucking love you guys. You know why? Because I, I can't have my eye on everything. And I have Cardiliana in chat saying that's lost. That's huge. That's huge. That's big time. That's huge for Miami. The sixth seed is maybe foolishly alive. Miami's down a game and a half for six. I say a game and a half because technically it's a game behind, but Miami's going to need uh, to get because they don't have the tiebreaker against Brooklyn. So they're going to need to... Um, they're going to need to kind of pick up the half game. So they're going to need Brooklyn to lose one more time, and they're going to have to win out. 
<laughs> I have Callie, you in chat saying, uh, we really went eight deep against Detroit. Um, yeah. Yeah, we did. And, and still, if it wasn't for Jimmy Heroics, did you see Jimmy at the end of the game taking a picture with the baby? I did not. I t- I Some the dude courtside really needed Jimmy to take a picture with his baby. And he, he he stood the baby up. The baby clearly cannot stand up by himself. And oh, Jimmy man. is, like, taking this picture with this kid. And then Jimmy, like, hands the baby back. Like, <laughs> like, if the, like, it was a basketball he signed. And he hands the baby back to the loving arms of this father. And it was just, it was very funny and very wholesome. Was that the person he was talking to uh, halfway through that run in the fourth quarter where he looked over there and he was just kind of like, um, I, I can't, I, I don't remember what he said, but he was like looking over at somebody on the, on the sideline. Um, I'm guessing it was somebody courtside. He was probably, that dude was probably a Jimmy fan. He was like, you know, hyping him up. No. But, yeah. But that, I, I think for sure they were. I think the kid was wearing a Pistons jersey though. Oh man. He was probably just talking. He was, you know, it's Jimmy, man. <laughs> he doesn't let anything slide. Uh, oh, so Callie, you says Jimmy was also covering the baby's Detroit logo for the photo. Most oh, Jimmy my. Butler thing ever, dude. <laughs> I love Jimmy, they, bro. I I gotta be honest with him. you. In the in the hell that has been this season, I love Jimmy. I love Jimmy doing weird shit like playing Nickelback in the locker room. I love him covering the logos on little babies' jerseys as he takes pictures with them. I love him going to Argentina making coffee. I, I just I love him and his weirdness. I never want that man to leave. <laughs> nah, he he deserves his jersey hung up in the rafters. Oh, I, I here for sure. hundred percent. I I want him to retire here. I hope yes. they never – I know that – and I, I had a tweet about this when it was being talked about. You know, I don't even think trading him is, like, a bad move if, like, you really think that like, you're stuck and you can't win and, like, you know, you just yeah. really need to, like, shake things up to give Bam a chance as Jimmy ages out into Supermax contract. I, like, literally don't care. I just want to watch that guy hoop until he decides he doesn't want to anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I agree. I want him here as long as he wants to stay here. Please. Let him stay here. He could be UD out here. With 43 years old playing Nickelback, I don't care. Um, 35-year-old Bam's going to have to deal with it. Did you see? They were up, like, whenever they were up, like, 17. They, like, pad to Udonis. Oh, Udonis has them, you know, watching his heat up 17. He looked so angry. <laughs> it's like he knew, bro. He was like, in that moment, I understood what it was like to be Udonis Haslam because I, too, had that same face watching it. And I, and I know he was thinking what I'm thinking. These motherfuckers are going to blow this. Yeah. And they did. I, he was probably upset. Me and Franker were joking. He was probably upset because he couldn't get to play today, man. Today should have been the UD game in Detroit that we've been waiting for. This used to be a rivalry back when he was in his prime, you know, young UD with the braids. We needed that UD out there today, man. And unfortunately, braids. the team stopped him. I, I miss him, man. Man, it man, was, man. <laughs> Uh, Unlogical says Luke Babbitt to the rafters. Um, listen, I, I will say something about the Luke Babbitt era. It was it was some of Eric Reed's best material. Uh, I believe oh. at one point he said, pull the Babbitt out of out of his hat. Uh, Bro. That he was, was in his bag. Commenting. He, yeah, Eric Reed was... was waiting for the day, Lou, where he can make Luke Babbitt puns. Bro, I, I think I think you should have won commentator of the year award that year. That was that was by far the best um, commentary season he's ever had. Him and Tony. His last time. year with oh. Tony was great because Tony was yeah. Tony was already cooked. Tony oh, was bro, Tony, Tony was done, dude. And Eric and <coughs> Eric 
Eric being annoyed with Tony was was some of the hilarious, best. dude. I mean, looking. I mean, looking at some stats wasn't that season, but I really think that was the beginning of the end. Oh man, it was just it was hilarious. They would like uh, Tony would say something, and Eric would have to correct him right after. But you know what's funny, dude? Now now Eric is like confusing. Eric's calling like Bam Gabe Vincent. You know what I mean? Like. Poulter Gosev says Tony was beyond cooked. I know, but that no. that's why it was a career year for Tony. I had never laughed and enjoyed a broadcast more than that year. It was to me, it was much watch TV just for them. I got a crazy low. So I used to work at the heat arena for those of you that don't know me. And I we used to get access to the practice court, man. And specifically Luke Babbitt to this day holds the record for most threes made out of 100 threes. He made 94 of them. I have a picture somewhere on my phone. He <laughs> made 94 out of 100 threes. And they would still let him shoot. And he was still not cooking out there, man. I don't know what happened to Luke, man. He was <laughs> it's always those dudes, man. And let me tell you something. Those are the best guys in the locker room to talk to when I was covering the team on a regular basis. Guys like him. Guys like I tell this all the time. Ryan Anderson. You need a quote after a game. You need a quote before a game. You need Ryan a- Anderson to do to get, you need something for a story. You you talk to Ryan. Ryan will fucking give it to you. I, I was I was waiting for Jay Rich and uh, I was in the locker room. I I, I was chopping it up with Gogi. Then uh, Gogi left and it's just me, Ryan Anderson in the locker room and he's like, "Who are you waiting for?" And I was like, "Josh." He's like, "Ah. Well, he takes a while." I go, "Yeah, I know." And he's like eating like cheese cubes. And he's like, <laughs> I got nothing for you today. I didn't even play. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what he came here for. He's bro. I, yeah, I love Ryan Anderson. He was hilarious, dude. Shout out to Ryan Anderson. Shout out to Coach Tony. I miss Coach Tony. I thought Brendan Tobin made a poll the other day after Jimmy and Zeller went nuts and it was like greatest duos in Heat history. He's like Wade, LeBron, Eric, and Tony, uh, Jimmy and Zeller. I was disappointed at all you people that didn't vote Eric and Tony. hundred percent. My goats, bro. Uh, my goats. <laughs> Uh, low key, man. I think Crotty having a career year. I'm a I'm a fan. He has it. Uh, I'm not a I'm fan, a, but I gotta I gotta admit, I think I think Crotty's killed it this year. I'm not gonna lie. I think Crotty's been good. I was gonna say I think he's he's the. How do I say this nicely? He's having a Kyle Lowry last year year. Or, you, know, I, was, you know what? I agree with that. It was a little, it was high a little bit better than expected, but at the same time, it kind of tailed off towards the end. I don't know, man. It, but Crotty Crotty is. Uh, he did have a um describe uh, at one point tonight he said an ankle turn injury type situation uh, that I was like he, he did says, that for the fans that was that was for the fans bro for everything he says give and go <laughs> or what is um what is it um catch and go what a catch and go move I had never heard that in my life catch and go, no, I heard catch and go. he does he does yeah. overuse it though but it was for everything. Like the guy would just catch it and literally take one dribble to the side <laughs> yeah. and inbound pass. Like what a catch and go move here by Gabe Vincent to get that entry pass. I'm like, oh my god, catch and go. He like really like catch? puts his body into like every consonant. It's I it. love our announcers though. I listen. I love E. Reed, and I've always said like the day Eric Eric stays until the day he doesn't want to do it anymore. Uh, he's a lifer. Same with Jose Pineda. Shout out to Jose Pineda. Jose yeah. Pineda also one of the nicest fucking guys ever. Um. You're so generous with the time. And uh, the day Eric doesn't want to do it, I think the organization, the first call they need to make is they need to call Mark Jones and say, Mark Jones, do you, do you want to do this? Because to me, that's the fit. And I don't know how we ended up here on a night that the Heat would by double digits. <laughs> uh, but, it's you the know, best combos. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, 
I don't know, man. Do you have do you have anything on Detroit? I, I don't I don't really know, man. They beat a team that wasn't really an NBA team. Uh, Brooklyn lost. Philly's losing. Atlanta Atlanta's up nine. I, I don't know, man. It's a it's a good win in the sense of like they. And never they went by double digits, man. It's a good win. They stink. Yeah. You know what I mean? They they won. That's why it's a good win because because they won. They won. Like, it's the we can't be you know beggars can't be choosers. But I mean for this same reason is this is why you want this is why you want to see Jimmy in the playoffs, guys. Like come on, the guy is entertaining. He's an absolute monster when he wants to be. And today I I want to give props to to first half Gabe Vincent for coming out there and hooping. Shout out to first half Gabe Vincent. First Every half Chad, Round of applause <laughs> for first half Gabe Vincent. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing pregame, but he needs to do he needs to do that halftime as well because he was he was on he was not missing he was driving to the rim hitting floaters it's like I'll, <coughs> he needs I'll be to. damned <coughs> Chad I'm still getting over my 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 cold so please bear with me as I cough my lungs out um he needs to keep that up the whole game well yeah. Gabe was like plus nineteen or some shit. He was, he was, I, I will say, Lowry took the reins in the fourth quarter a little bit. Shout out to fourth quarter Lowry. Shout but. out to fourth quarter Lowry, everybody. <laughs> everybody in chat, give it up for, Everybody's give it up for fourth quarter and like last three minutes, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Standing ovation for last three minutes, Jimmy. The last was, jumper Jimmy hit was unnecessary. Uh, and he just did it. He just turned around and started. Didn't even celebrate, bro. Yeah, he just looked at him and just walked off. It was so that, funny. It's hilarious. If he just like started like, Singing Nickelback. On the, if Jimmy, listen, I hope Jimmy's saving this for the playoffs or some shit. I'm telling you, <clears throat> guys, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Let's just say he win the play-in and they've got to play Boston in the first round. I'm just going to tell you something. If it's game two on the road in Boston and Jimmy fucking finesses his way to a win and it's tied 1-1 going to Miami, I'm going to tell you something. I know enough Celtic fans to know they're going to be shitting their fucking pants. Bro. I'm telling you, man. They're going to be pacing. And I know everyone, the conversation is like, do we take for a draft pick? <laughs> Fine, whatever. But think about how fun Tide 1-1 coming home is. Maybe they lose the next three games. I don't know. But that those two days, three days leading up to Tide 1-1 going home, I'm going to live off that shit for like all summer. Oh yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna if the Heat go into a series and they're one one with any of those uh, teams that they can play, it's it's gonna be the best anybody felt about the team since like November, I, I October think before the season. None started. of us will believe in them because we know the yeah. truth. Like we know they're gonna come home and like fucking lay an egg and score like eighty six <laughs> points or some shit. But the lead up, like they're gonna be good. I think Jimmy, I think Jimmy's good. I, and I tweeted this out, Lou. He's going to make someone's life hell. Yeah. Someone is not. Someone's going to get. He's. They're not leaving that. They don't think the Heat are going to win. But there's a team there that's not going to leave that series unscathed. I I completely agree. I was going to say, if we play. Uh, I don't think. It doesn't, I mean, unless we get to the sixth seed, we can play Philly. Doc Rivers is losing his voice that series. Completely. Oh, dude. Paul in chat's like, what if they win game one? With a bunch of eye emojis. Oh, do yo. you see? Do you see what a win against the worst team in the NBA has us talking? 49th Street is gonna be packed. Oh, I dude, will be there. Be Game one win. Bird Road is gonna be so lit. 
everybody knows I'm from Hialeah. Uh, <laughs> Bird Road's lit three times, right? When I, I, either a Trump rally, an anti-vax rally, or the Heat win. One of those three events. I love your chat. <laughs> we know Bird Road, man. We know in front of that. I, we've all been there. We've all seen it. Listen, yeah, if he went game one, propaganda's back, baby. Propaganda's back. I'm telling you, oh. man, they, they beat a bad team, and now we're talking Now we're talking dangerous. Yeah. But that's no, what it's we're, about. We're, as my friends like to say, we're moving shysty, 100%. We're, we're, we're moving shysty. We're moving shysty. We're moving shysty. We're, we're shmoving. <laughs> uh, Chad asked me to... <laughs> Cardelliana said, gee, check the Wisconsin election. Uh, funny enough, I have a friend that literally works in campaigning for the governor of Wisconsin, and I was like... How are the elections? And he goes, Janet is crushing it. I don't know who that is, but that, you know. You got me there, man. Uh, okay. Well, apparently it's good that Janet is winning. So, okay. Congratulations to Wisconsin. I, that was a Supreme Court. Uh, it was a big Supreme Court decision. So shout out to the good guys. Um, you know, shout out to my homie who works, you know, campaigning and shit. That's a hard life, man. Campaigning. Uh, must be difficult. Being That's the- like marketing, but for governors. Being, that's being, kind of what it's new. being on the road, uh, being on the road stuff. All right. So we've gone all over the place today. Uh, we appreciate the love from all y'all in chat today. Uh, we appreciate the heat giving us a reason to actually be happy and not come on. If they had lost, listen, we're talking about winning a game in Boston today. Imagine if they had lost to Detroit. Imagine, uh, if, imagine if Jimmy doesn't put the, the cape on. Imagine how we're talking. We're talking about why is Wembenyama not on the heat's radar? That, that's going to be the conversation. That's going to be on a pod yesterday. Everybody better hope to God that one Bayama kid ends up in like fucking Houston or some shit. If he goes to, oh. if he goes to Orlando, we're all bro. Fucked. We're I fucked. hate that. I agreed with you when you said that, bro. We're if he fucked. goes to Orlando, we're, we already struggle to beat Orlando. I saw somebody earlier say we're going to win out and then lose to Orlando. Oh, a hundred percent. Orlando Wait. last day of the season. That's an L. I you look at that like first day of the year, you're like big fat L. No way. Ending the season off on a on a nice nice little L right there. Yeah, don't don't put that into existence. That's let, gonna let be my go Joker anywhere. moment. If they have a legit shot, like if Brooklyn loses another game, let's say Brooklyn. Yeah. I think Brooklyn plays Detroit tomorrow. Um, fantastic. I'm gonna be a Pistons fan tomorrow for I, sure. I'm a Pistons lifer. I'm a fucking. I'm a. I'm a. What's what's that guy's <laughs> name? Uh, liver. 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 Isaiah Livers? Yeah, Isaiah Livers. I'm an Isaiah Livers lifer. Oh, yeah. He, tomorrow. He turned his ankle, came back. Two threes. I'm a Wiseman lifer. Um, yeah, Detroit, Orlando, and Philly are their last three. So if so, and, and Brooklyn will be on a back-to-back coming off a loss. They, if they, if they win out, if Miami wins out and Brooklyn drops one and they lose to Orlando the last day of the season, it's my Joker moment. Oh. Oh man, that's that's gonna be, and and that will literally be the biggest like of course what, one game defines this heat season. It would be that. Oh, it'd be right that here. one. It would be oh, that one. Hundred percent. It's it's for sure they're gonna have a lead. They're gonna have like oh. a twelve point lead in the third. Like going into the third quarter, they're gonna have a twelve point lead, and they're not gonna score. And it's gonna be all starters. And then they're gonna mount a fake comeback, and they're gonna like fall short by like three. Yeah. And then Franz Wagner, out of all people, is if the Pistons win tomorrow, I will get an Ivy jersey, and I'll wear it on stream. I wear it on stream for the plan. I'm a. Hey, I'll do it. I loved. I love Jaden Ivy. I, I would have said Duran because that's that's my I'll guy. 
But hey, man, I can't go wrong with Ivy. He was a problem for us today. Uh, shout out to Caleb for shutting that down in the fourth because we need. Shout that. out to Caleb in general. One of the few guys who really I'm not mad at this season. The fourth best player on the Heat this year. I, I'm pretty sure it's. I'm. I feel very comfortable saying he's been the fourth best player this season. Um, guys, who would be the fourth best player on the Heat this season? I guess it depends on the time. I feel like it's in waves, right? Because at at, I, a, at a time, I agree. Right. I think there's a better way for. He's been the fourth most consistent player on the. I teams. think that's good. I like, think I'll say that. I think like there was a point where Vic was the third, fourth best player on the team. Yeah. I think yeah. there was a point where Kyle was. I think there was, was a point when um, Cody Zeller was <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> Um, no, he was the second best player on the Heat on Saturday. Come on, now. Uh, you know, like I, I know Vic had some stretches. Uh, yeah, I think I think Gabe had some stretches uh, when he had first gotten the starting job. When they, you know, he was he was very consistent for them. So it's kind of it kind of depends. But Caleb's Caleb's been good this year. So shout yeah, out to Caleb. Super consistent. Shout out to uh, shout out to the Heat. And uh, yeah, man, Lou, tell the pod audience where to find you because there are some people that don't get to tune into pregame. Uh, and they're listening to this, to your voice for the first time. Where can they find you? Like, where can they, if they want more Lou, where can they go? Oh, man. If you want more Lou, man, uh, go to Twitter at Saucy Takes with a Z and all together, no spaces. Takes at the end with the Z. And, you know, man, I'm always active on Twitter, specifically around draft season. That's kind of my draft season summer league. I watch every summer league game. So, obviously, every Heat game. And if there's any Ravens fans out here, I know y'all see the jersey. It's covered now because it's, you know, we're talking about the Heat. But <laughs> but but just know it's Lamar. Just Ra- know it's Ravens Lamar. Nation stand up. Jags Nation yeah. for me stand up. But uh, shout out to the Dolphins. Hope y'all are. Hope y'all have a have a nice little season this year. Uh, yeah, I, sure. I, apparently, your receiving core is really good. I, I don't know too much about, about the Dolphins, but. Uh, Waddle and the other guy is good. So good for you. Yeah, shout out to Duval. Shout out to Trevi Trev. That's my boy. Um, I, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with him, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, I'm shocked he's not on any Head & Shoulders commercials, man. Yeah, he has to. I mean, that, whoever's doing marketing for him has just done a bad Fumbling. Job. Fumbling yeah, the no, bag. I mean, that the agent needs to be fired. Luscious, beautiful hair. Uh, <laughs> we got we got to get Trevi on, on more stuff. But shout out to everybody. And uh, tomorrow we have a pod. I've been promising an explanation of the new CBA. The new CBA has not been released yet. And uh, I'm still waiting on that. So I may come on tomorrow with Brian Goins to answer some of your preliminary questions. Uh, but we're, we're going to hold off on doing like a full breakdown of it because, you know, we're going to need to we're going to need to wait until the text is out there so we can read it. And more importantly, yep. read Larry Kuhn, explain it to us so that we can then explain it to you guys. That's how this goes. We'll digest it to then digest it again. Well, think of us like mama birds. You know, we're going to we're going to chew up the information <laughs> of the CBA Put it back into chat's little birdie mouths. So, there you go. <laughs> chat's going to leave. Love y'all. See you tomorrow for an uh, MHP pod. And then hangover time on Thursday against the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, fuck Philly. Fuck Embiid. And I say this all the time. I tweeted today. I fucking hate the Sixers for no reason. And somebody asked me, why did you tweet this? What prompted this? And I said, I just remembered that I hate the Sixers more than I love anything on this earth. Remember yeah. that. See you on Thursday. Yeah. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. 
Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.